What it is, what's up, uh, that's your podcast in the cut. The Telesis, a societal podcast, and uh, as you may be able to tell by my voice, I'm just a little bit down right now. Um, I may do a podcast on that, but I have my AC on the back. I'll replay this audio and see how that goes. Uh, this is just an intro uh, before doing the main few albums. It's been a while, I believe about 20 days or so, 28 days or so, so it's my usual distance between these um really trying to just do better in terms of listening all the way through on, on albums and completing them uh i'm kind of like a, a i guess what a lot of contemporary gamers are nowadays with video games and just getting through them and not finishing them so that's kind of my approach to music unfortunately but there are a few albums that i did listen to a few projects uh not so just albums and I'll try to get some takes on them. I think they're pretty good, and uh, we'll just get through this pretty quickly. It doesn't track much, but I went ahead and turned the AC off just, you know, just to do it. I don't know if you've ever seen a quote-unquote pop filter for a Yeti mic, uh, specifically the Yeti S, I believe. It's funny as hell. It looks like, you know, like a, a beanie like a Project Kid in a 1990s show. It's just funny as hell to me. Anyway, first album. I have to preface this by saying I don't have a lot of familiarity with this genre. I'm, I tried to get into rock in specific bursts. And it's not always in a concentrated genre. Like, I like Nirvana, you know, I like Tom and Paula, you know, I, I listen to a couple of Smith songs. But it's not like I go into one genre thinking, this is what I need to listen to. Uh, but I, with listening to the Gorillas and their front man, uh, pretty much I think the, the only man, I think, in that, that act, uh, Damon Albarn, I eventually, a few years back, came to find out he was doing stuff before Gorillas blur and then i find out that he had this you know them the band blur has this massive rivalry this band called oasis and i always thought you know oasis you know damon albarn damon albarn he's like such a decent person that Oasis has been an asshole and then i find to learn more about you know liam and noel gallagher and i realized yeah they are pretty assholes pretty big assholes and a lot of rock stars are a lot of brit rock stars are so i wonder you know how good you have to be to be such a dickhead, you know. And I, you know, I come to look up about Britpop and, you know, the, the battles that, you know, Pond and all these other different uh, acts had back then. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's, let's, let's jump in. And I look at the biggest album is uh, What's the Story Morning Glory by Oasis at 95, the peak of Britpop. I pretty much, I think, post, you know, Beals and all that shit. Um, and it's uh, pretty fucking good. It's pretty... Pretty, pretty damn good. <laughs> the melodies are on point. Uh, Noel Gallagher is an excellent, uh, not not apparently as good as he is now, but a uh, uh, really good vocalist. Um, I think Liam Gallagher kind of, I think does a better job of crooning, but I think Noel has a little bit of uh, better range on, on this. And even the non, you know, really vocally centered songs, uh, some of the ones that just kind of, a more background noise, like Cast No Shadow, um, impactful, um, 
And there's a couple tracks I don't remember particularly as well, but I do remember the three song stretch that in essence kind of makes this project. Wonderwall, Don't Look Back in Anger, and Hey Now. Uh, hey Now reminds me of a little bit of, you know, at the time, you know, the, the Brits were kind of trying to fight back the grunge sound from really invading their country. And I get that, not necessarily the same tone, but the edge, the edge is there at points where they do in vocals. And I really like that on Hey Now. Uh, Wonderwall, uh, something that I've come across in my passing, as most people have, is a song with a billion streams just on Spotify, even sampled by an attempted flip by Lil Peep on Yesterday, which is a song that I kind of liked a little bit before I heard the song. After hearing the song, God, I don't like Yesterday that much anymore. Uh, <laughs> and in my first, I came across this song, I think in early May. In my first couple of weeks of experiencing this project, I really did think that it was the best song by a land land uh, slide. But this drug-induced spasm, that is, don't look back in anger, pretty much an entirely made-up song if I'm to trust the uh, two leaders of this band, the Gallagher Brothers. And it's just fantastic. Just uh, a really, really a, a masterclass in having everything built around a chorus which song structure nowadays and you know even i think back then as well it's so integral to a catchy hook uh it's just what the mainstream requires and you know pop and all goes into that but really i just don't think there's many instances i've heard that are quite as 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 good as spinning off and just stemming from a good chorus the setup to the chorus, the payoff after the chorus, and of course the orgasm you get. Yes, don't uh, 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 I heard it saying. I mean, you really. I, I think that the instrumentals on this, the, the guitars, you know, the the, the build-up that the drum pr- provides, really does a lot to get you to that. So, Sally, you know, all that, all that jazz. I think it's just. Uh, really a masterful song that that I think does a good job with this same kind of ebb and flow exemplifying the entire album just I would think very close to a a perfect rock project and I heard this is pretty much the peak of what Oasis does as an act so I am disappointed to hear that but I will try to listen to more Oasis albums one day but um, as if I had to compare this to something Hear this or something. Whew. Um, that's tough. You know, that's tough. Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. How about that? We'll compare to Margaret Thatcher. Uh, fantastic project. I recommend anybody that likes rock to listen to this. And if you don't like rock, I still recommend it. You just appreciate good melodies, good sing songs, songs for the whip. Listen to What's the Story of Morning Glory by Hope. I went back and forth with the idea of doing this as a podcast topic. Uh, the moral ambiguities of using a public bathroom in case of an emergency and, you know, not to get uh, grody, but 
you kind of can understand what emergency I'm talking about. And I'm going to say to put a bow on that conversation is if you eat bao, the uh, Chinese delicacy bao, do so knowing that it could go wrong. So the next project is not an album, but it directly links to an album and directly links to a specific album that I thought I listened to, but evidently I did not. So I, some of my favorite songs by this artist is featured on that album, but since I did not listen to the whole thing, I'll try to keep uh, a semblance of dignity and pride and not talk about something I didn't listen to. So I'm still talking about the EP that's kind of a precursor and it's called VIP OTY by GFOTY. Uh, one of the founding members of the label PC Music, which is a European uh, collective that does more than just music, but essentially it's a part, a fixture of a larger idea of deconstructing popular culture and popular music, popular art. Um, and when I say this, when I ask this, does that sound familiar? Don't think Andy fucking Warhol like the 80s or 70s where the fuck Andy Warhol made art think Hyperpop which did not exist in terms of a title back in 2013 when this collective began some of their founding members or other members were uh, Hannah Diamond who uh, put something out that I fucking liked a lot I have to go look it up what it was Um, Planet 1999 uh, A.G. Cook other individuals that are thought of as founding members of the idea of hyperpop, uh, they take a lot of different. Uh, I'm not here to just read Wikipedia off to you, but they take off so many different fixtures of niche cultures or just niche derivatives of cultures, and they spin it in this way that kind of comes back as a shredded version that has been sewn back together. Uh, a la Obito Uchiha when he loses his fucking mind as the Jinchuriki of the uh, Jubi. Um, and the, the, the final fits quote unquote product really can be memorable. And when you think about people who are kind of spinoffs of the the sound or um their 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 careers line up exactly with the development and progression of PC music. Uh, Sophie Zion, uh, R.I.P. Carol Carol Benito, uh, Charlie S.E.S. Um, just looking at a couple names of people who have been remixed by them. Obviously, um, you know Laura Letts and, and Dylan Brady, um, Hundred Jets. That people just kind of gotten some remixes from them. Uh, Claro, who I I would honestly contend. Before I go on on another tangent, Claro's best work is when she gets into that electronic hyperpop wave. It kind of pretty much allows for her uh, Cardi Blanche attitude to really pop. It actually does. It has value to me uh, when she is under the electronic kind of uh, uh, microscope. So I would hope that she does that more often. Uh, Perfume Genius, Casey Hill, other individuals that kind of work with them. Um, 
G GFTOY, really interesting in that you look at our cover arts, kind of these contemporary breakdowns. This one specifically uses these really ugly, uh, I think the word is, is, is gauche. Uh, just, just like massively popular at once upon a time fonts that kind of signified as opulence that uh, most of the time is just, just gaudy and not exactly attractive. Uh, she goes with that. The, the project I wanted to ref, wanted to really talk about GFTY Bucks. It's just her, um, sized to the same size as a Frappuccino from Starbucks uh it's one that kind of <laughs> reminds me of like early kind of like golf metal acts uh and the album is titled if you think I'm a bitch you should meet GFTY it's an EP not an album um and there's all these other ones that kind of speak to different eras of music boy next door which kind of reminds me of like some kind of sugary uh girl band pop records from like the late 90s uh kind of really deconstructive uh shit and then in this you kind of get that where she's almost speaking to the vocals of a contemporary pop artist but doing it in such a way that's i'm supposed to poke, poke fun at it and uh as with with some of the, the names I mentioned uh, from a production sense, the 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 I don't want to say beats, but the behind the vocals the instrumentals, really just amazing. Uh, I, I think amazing got my chapters pretty much like a real a real small bite and the poison, which is the centerpiece of the project, uh, all really good tracks. I think that she's a entertaining artist. Um, tongue, which is a track that's not on here, but tongue kind of is this whole rigmarole i believe about four minutes that centers around the attractiveness and almost childlike fascination with the tongue in both the a just practical sense and a uh i think borderline sexual uh manner as well just a very entertaining artist and i i have a I guess fascination for hyperpop in such a way. So it's always interesting to see very off the wall uh, individuals. And that's all I'll say about this. Uh, I don't really have a quote unquote comparison. I guess Jalen Ramsey, uh, the cornerback, that would be my comparison. Let's go to. this one this last one uh i will keep very short because it's an artist i touched on before and a lot of the things that i like of this artist i kind of, kind of just have already kind of brushed on your old drew 2014 had a pretty good year uh compared to as a uh, nas what well, actually thought of, of being nas and then thought of i guess the same lyrical stratosphere accordingly because of that and after revealing himself he kind of started revealing some of his influences and started working on some you know obviously some projects to kind of spin off and take advantage of the popularity he has and then his debut album um your droog some of the loosies off of there i really really enjoy and it's literally put onto a project called loosies 
which he has to cover cigarettes and you think of um actually it's like it's kind of 2018 but as i understand i think this is lucy i mean like era wise it sounds like lucy's from more dated towards this 2014 shit but he also made an album 2017 called pax so i would assume that maybe some of them are lucy's from 2017 based on kind of how he comes about it, it kind of feels more like that but basically look at some of the features you really would think that this is a guy who had to be more connected so i'll take it to mean that this is lucy's from pax and not just 2014 self he has uh joey badass style p styles p and uh john wayne on here john wayne being somebody who i've listened to a little bit in 2017 2018 uh my official try to listen to more low-key um lyrical artists actually founded by the oral drew in that period of time but john wayne's kind of like a spoken word type of artist uh and he had a pretty good amount of buzz in the preceding year of his project so pretty cool to get that remix from him and really i think this you know i could say that this could be like pax type stuff because some of the melodies uh remind me of a more mature droog especially lyrically where i think he kind of fine-tuned some of his uh quirky metaphors um and references a little bit better kind of fine-tuned him i should say uh, I think that his voice still sounds young and, and fresh and some of his some of his melodies do get kind of you know backpacker hip-hop artist trying to do his best to stay like grounded and you know I'm not this fucking clunky trying to switch genre type of dude I'm really still a rapper but I'm trying to you know kind of live up the mood a little bit and it works I mean for the most part in here like hip hop head uh, she gives hip hop you know it, it kind of I have to I have to think about it but I think that this moment passes where he does become more of this grittier not necessarily gangster rap art, artist but tries to kind of tap into who appears apparently to be his peer at this moment uh, Mock Homie and a little bit of that dumping Griselda a little, little bit, not a lot, a lot not all, but like about 70% of it. Um, jarring production and jarring uh, style. Very morose. That's kind of what he is now. But there's moments, few moments in, in his uh, solo efforts where he still taps into something like Hip Hop Head. And Unlimited Metro Card could fit on the album that comes after this. In uh, transportation, I believe it's actually two albums after this transportation. Uh, one of his three prizes coming in 2019. Um, Dylon, 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 uh, funny little little joint. And he, I mean, he goes like almost bar for bar with um, Dallas Pugas. I think the, the good meat of their you know three man collaboration. Uh, Joey Badass, this this, this is kind of what I feel like this is a little bit younger because this is, I think this is kind of reminds me of before the money joey badass i would say 2015 joey badass so i don't necessarily feel like everything here is from the same year but i shall just say that lyrical hip-hop uh new york hip-hop of the mid-2010s which is obviously gonna be a little bit more comical uh your action bronzes and such um 
uh, pro era type of guys where you kind of have a, you know, you, you, you challenge some of the boom, boom bap spirits and the, the flows of yesteryear, but you kind of add a little bit of a comical flair to them. I, if you like, if you like the Bronsons, um, who, who's a, who's a really good comparison to Yoru Drew? This, this Yoru Drew, not the current one. Ah, uh, Wiki, uh, week. I actually thought Wiki was, um, on here for a second. Styles P kind of reminded me of, reminded me of him. Uh, Lil Ugly Main is featured with Yoru Drew. And if I thought to like really ugly, little, really, um, early Lil Ugly Main, I kind of see that, but it's not like obviously like they're holding it for different, um, breaches at that point. There's a couple, a couple lyricists. Uh, from last decade, the early half of last decade, it really reminds me of, of Drew, but I can't put a finger on it quite. Actually, you know, he reminds me of kind of a, a male, um, Princess Nokia on her, I believe it was self-titled project from 2017 as well. Um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of New York cats kind of were coming with that same steez in the, the mid-2010s, you know, like, literally like that post, um, post- ASAP pro era uh un- underachievers like after 2013 from like 2014 to 2017 ish pre like drill New York sound you know pop smoke and all all that came with that there's like a little three or four year period where a lot of New York cats kind of taken from the same sound uh, Blue Chips is an, another project that I think would, if you listen to Pax, you probably would kind of get some familiarity with there. Um, yeah, I, I just like I just like Yoro Drug, and this I think is pretty much the last project on Spotify he asked that I did not go listen to. Yeah, so that's it for me. I hope y'all enjoyed this best project. I know it's supposed to be shorter, but obviously I failed at that once again. But I think it's a pretty good project and uh, we'll have some more pretty soon, I'm sure. Peace.